Norman is my guest, Derek Chauvin's attorney. Bill, thank you very much for, for joining me. Thank you for having me, Liz. First, I just want to start there with, with the update, if, if there is one at this point, as to uh, your client, Derek Chauvin's uh, condition. Have you heard anything more uh, at this point, Bill? Um, the only thing definitive we know at this point is contact was made with uh, Derek's father by the Bureau of Prisons. The information provided to his father was very vague. Uh, his father was told that uh, Derek is in a undisclosed hospital and is in stable condition. Beyond that, we really don't know anything, and there's been no effort to contact our office. I sh actually, I shouldn't say that. We have made efforts to contact the Bureau of Prisons. Uh, an individual from the Bureau of Prisons got back to us via voicemail, but that's happened in the last hour. What do you make of this time, timeline, Bill? You have uh, three days that nearly passes um, after this attack that happens at 1230 on Friday and so much time lapsing uh, before uh, Derek Chauvin's family hears anything, before his uh, legal counsel hears anything at all. I, I have no idea. I mean, anything I could provide you just be pure speculation. I, I do find it troubling that, a you know, first of all, this was revealed to the media before Derek's uh, mother or father were contacted first. I would assume that that would be standard operating procedure in a prison, that if a, a prisoner is harmed, that their next of kin is contacted right away. Uh, and and particularly, uh, my understanding is Derek's mother has a medical power of attorney for him. You know, if he needed to have surgery or something, was uh, in a coma or you know, uh, Derek's mom would need to be contacted. And there is no effort made to do that. I'll tell you one speculation that was rumbling through my mind is whether or not Derek had died. And uh, there was no effort to communicate because they didn't know what to tell people. Uh, that, that apparently isn't true, but I'm just telling you that that's a thought that went through my head. Yeah, and it does seem to be that with so much time that passes, there is so much speculation as to, to what happened. Also, no news uh, on who's responsible, um, you know, if, if they've been charged or perhaps if more than one person is responsible. But, but also talk about this facility, uh, Bill, where your client uh, has been for nearly 15 months now, uh, where Derek Chauvin has been a medium security detention facility, I should say, in, in Tucson. Um, and, and just having conversations with his mother, it seemed uh, that he felt uh, safe there as a you know former police police officer and military member and, and such as well. Yeah, I've, I've talked to him um, about the facility a number of times. He he did feel very safe there. It is a medium security facility, um, which in an odd sense helps him because the individuals there are not serving significant amounts of time, which would be an incentive for somebody not to do this who's a prisoner because whoever did this presumably is going to be charged and convicted of attempted murder and is now going to go to a maximum security facility for a long time. So the facility that Derek was in in Tucson, it's a federal facility. It was set up for special cases like Derek and others where there would be protections and incentives put in place for prisoners not to stick a shiv into one another. Hmm. 
And just a you know pure speculation here with with timing and all of this. We know that you obviously took part in uh, the fall of Minneapolis being interviewed uh, for that documentary that now more than three million people have seen really around around the world. But do you, do you fear that that put a, a target on on Derek or what's been the reaction um, and also the news about the U.S. Supreme Court coming just just days uh, earlier? Well, let me first of all start with the documentary you did. It's been fabulous. And I've had people contact me. I was in it and people have been shocked with the information that you revealed in the documentary. Because, of course, that uh, the information you revealed in the documentary, which was all factual, uh, was not part of the narrative that the state put out after the riots and during the trial. So that's I think that's been a very much a positive for for Derek and the other officers and just quite frankly, for the truth. Um, the U.S. Supreme Court did reject uh, the appeal that was filed. The only thing I can tell you is I, I, I'm not sure the courts want to touch Derek's case anymore. Um, I read one legal commentator who said if the Supreme Court doesn't think that the venue issue in Derek's case where you had literally had a military formation surrounding the courthouse, that that isn't the type of of problem where you would need to transfer venue than what is. You know, the Supreme Court has issued a lot of controversial decisions in the last couple of years. Whether or not they wanted to wade, wade into this, I don't know if that was a factor or not, but it certainly could have been. Can, can you speak to this at all then, because we're getting the, this question uh, a lot, but what could be next for him uh, legally? Are there any avenues uh, left? Um, there's, there's no avenues with regard to the initial trial. There are always avenues with regard to any new evidence that comes up. And quite frankly, there's, there is new evidence because of the, uh, employment action that was filed by the Hennepin County prosecutors against the state. Uh, and the information that came out there that the prosecutors did not want to charge three of the officers and certainly didn't want to charged Derek Chauvin with second-degree murder. Those were all things, quite frankly, that I was going to be discussing today with Derek. And obviously, I can't. Well, Bill, thank you so much for, for joining us. I know you have to, to hop off here. But uh, again, Bill Mormon, Derek Chauvin's attorney, we, we appreciate the time very much. No problem. Thank you again for having me, Liz. Take care. Mm-hmm.